So obviously as an adult, we don't realize that we're harboring these things with our father sometimes because we understand that dad had to go out and work. We understand now as an adult that our father was protecting us and providing for the family. But that doesn't minimize the stuck energy and trauma in your body from when you were younger. Friends, I'm about to give you the fucking intel on daddy wounds. This is something that I've been doing for years with my clients in Queen Alchemy, in one-on-one, in all of the things, right? The feminine CEO, whatever container it is with somebody. And whether you are a man or whether you're a woman, you're going to have daddy wounds. It doesn't matter if you grew up in the most idyllic and perfect childhood households. Often we gaslight ourselves in our experiences uh, because we kind of live in a society where it feels wrong when you have been brought up with money, with food on the table, with an education to complain about anything. And the first thing that I like to say to all my clients and to all of you is that it's something that a somebody actually said to me, and some of you would remember I've said this before, but I'm going to reiterate it for you that are like, oh, you haven't said this before, but I'm like, yeah, I have. Um, is So when I had my bad ski accident, I was sitting in a hotel lobby in Colorado whilst my family was skiing and I was in a wheelchair. And um, I was trying to get myself to the bathroom and I was really struggling. And this lady came over and she was helping me. She was actually Australian too. And we were talking and I was just telling her about everything that had happened. And she was then telling me about how her husband is dying and she's got two young boys. And I said to her, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like I should not be complaining about anything. I have nothing to complain about. And she said to me, you've had a change in your reality. So you are allowed to complain. And I always think about this and I just hope one day, the day that I'm like super famous, she's like, wait, I remember you. And then she'll listen to a podcast and hear this and reach out to me because she's become like a common thread in my business in terms of what she said to me that day. Anyway, the point of the story is, is that a lot of the time when people come to me or we're on a consultation call or we're going back and forth via email and they say to me, they don't have any kind of childhood trauma. Well, one, I don't believe it. Two, it's more so they don't think they have any childhood trauma. But you got to remember that trauma is about the perception of something. So even if your dad, you know, was working hard, he gave you guys the money, like he got you a good education. If there was a perception of a feeling of unsafety, if you perceived not feeling loved, not feeling enough, not feeling whatever, then there can be wounds, right? There can be trauma that is stored in your body. So for men, the daddy wound shows up shows up a little bit differently than it shows up for women. For a lot of the time, majority of the time, the way that the daddy wounds will show up is really around wanting dad's, you know, validation, attention, love, and kind of feeling betrayed, a really common theme, um, whether you know it or not. And a lot of the time, my clients actually, they will have no idea this is the case until we get really, really deep. And there is this feeling of abandonment from dad. And for men, more so what happens with their father wounds is they don't maybe feel enough for their father, but at the same time, they're also trying to win their father's approval and attention. So they are trying to like fill the shoes of their father. But of course, the shoes will never be filled because you are a different person to your dad. So it shows up in different ways. Same with the mother wound as well for men and for women. But women 
most of the time seek a father's love more than they seek uh, their mother's love. Obviously, this is a generalization because that's not the case all the time. But I also say a lot of my clients, especially with mom stuff, they'll be like, no, like mom and I have a great relationship, like nothing really there. And then it actually turns out they have a bigger wound with mom than they do with dad. And here's the thing. If you knew all of your trauma and all of your wounds, you probably wouldn't be like having any issues in your life, right? But the thing with subconscious beliefs and subconscious programming and wounds and energetic blocks and trauma is that most of the time you can't see it. You can see it in the way of the symptom. You can see the trauma in the way that it shows up. So you can see it in the bad habits, in the procrastination, in the perfectionism, in the toxic relationships that you get into, in your relationship with food, etc. That's how you will see it. But when it comes to the deep, 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 deep rooted issue, that isn't the easiest thing to find, right? When I'm working with clients, that that takes a hot second for us to get there, as in 10 minutes, right? For us to get there. But most of us are not going to, we cannot guide us through ourselves through really deep processes because we are trying to guide ourselves and at the same time, listen to our subconscious, which we can't do. You have to be in a relaxed state, right? To have these things come up. And so you can't be guiding yourself and also be relaxed because then you're trying to use your conscious mind, but also not use your conscious mind because you're trying to listen to your subconscious and you're trying to listen to what's coming up in your body. Can you see how it just literally doesn't work? So, you know, I have some of you that will, that will um, send emails or whatever, and they'll be like, I feel so much shame for the fact that I you know, should, should be healed by now or that because, you know, like I, I am a therapist. So why am I having this issue? Or I talk about these things. So why am I still struggling with ABC? And one, I completely understand like the feeling and, um, and get that. And at the same time, it's literally because you cannot be your own healer all the time. We can heal things ourselves. Other people though, that do know what they're doing are going to guide you on a much faster journey and a deeper journey. So you're ripping off the bandaid really quickly. I was literally on an Instagram story before today saying how sometimes I think that doing this work feels like a giant shit. Um, you know that feeling when you're on the loo and it's like a bit uncomfortable, but then afterwards you're like, holy fuck, I'm a new woman. I've lost 50 pounds. Let me text all my girlfriends. I need to high five someone that's the feeling, you know, it's uncomfortable during it. And so that can be a really big deterrent for a lot of people to not do this. But then at the end of it, and I'm not talking like six months later, I'm talking like, you know, at the end of our session or a week later, whatever it, whatever it is, you literally feel lighter. If you don't know, I've got a bunch of episodes on energetic weight and how we hold that. So I would definitely recommend going to the podcast directory and listening to them. But anywho, jumping back to the whole daddy wound thing. So for a lot of women, they feel betrayed by their father and they don't know they feel betrayed. They don't know they feel abandoned, but it's, it's for different reasons, right? And the thing that I really want to bring to you guys today on the podcast is for you to understand that our fathers are really the first generation for the vast majority of people are the first generation where fathers are expected to be really involved in a child's life. And in our generation, obviously, depending how old you are. So for me, for example, in my generation, it's obviously heavily expected that my fiance is heavily involved in our children's lives. Now for our grandparents, it was a different story. For our great-grandparents, a different story. Our great-great-grandparents, a whole different story. And why this is really important is because Fathers don't know how to daughter, fathers don't know how to parent daughters. 
just like I talk about all the time, you need to understand the opposite sex. A full-grown man has a completely different brain to a emotional, vulnerable, soft little girl that can't understand her emotions, that is feeling all the things, that is really sensitive, that doesn't know what she wants. It can feel like too much for a lot of fathers. A lot of fathers don't know how to regulate their own emotions. They don't know how to regulate their nervous system. They are really stressed all the time and they hide it from work and everything. Their focus is to be the provider and the protector. So they feel like they're doing their job if they're providing and they're protecting. But of course, as girls, little girls, we want, we don't understand when we're young, the value in being provided for and protected for. So we want daddy to just be around with us and play with us and look after us and hug us and and all and braid our hair and he's like that's not my job like that i need to go i need to go and make money so obviously as an adult we don't realize that we're harboring these things with our father sometimes because we understand that dad had to go out and work we understand now as an adult that our father was protecting us and providing for the family but that doesn't minimize the stuck energy and trauma in your body from when you were younger of you feeling abandoned as a child. So some women that will come to me, they'll have this feeling of, I'm just so afraid of being abandoned, or they always feel let down, or they always feel like nobody supports them or whatever it is like those, that kind of, they they always feel like not chosen, not seen, whatever it is, but they're like, I don't understand where it comes from because like logically I know that's not true. And I know that like, I'm not abandoned. I never was abandoned. My parents are still together. Like my parents never left me anywhere. Like they never forgot me somewhere. And then I was abandoned for like two hours or anything. So they don't understand where it comes from. And we forget to realize that there can be emotional abandonment. That's why people can be in relationships and they feel abandoned within the relationship. They can still be together. They haven't even broken up and they feel abandoned in the relationship. You can feel abandoned because you've abandoned yourself. You can feel abandoned by a friend, by a pet. Like I, I'm I'm very sure that if your dog started to just not love you anymore, you'd kind of feel abandoned by them. And it can bring up this, this these feelings where logically they quote unquote don't make sense, but energetically they make perfect sense to me. Um, and so we have to realize that because our fathers for majority, for the majority of us were not taught how to raise daughters, that's why it's like, why was dad so easy, so good with my brother, but he didn't know how to be a father to me. And at the end of the day, what we all need to wrap our head around is that you and your siblings all have different parents in that your parents were different to you as to your sister, as to your brother, et cetera. They were in a different stage of life. They had a different understanding of parent parenthood. They maybe were in a different financial position, maybe a different emotional position, a different place in their marriage. And so that's why for some of us, we can have extremely different wounds to our siblings. For me, I struggled a lot with the fear of being abandoned. That was a really big wound that I had. And my parents are still together. My dad very much loves me. He's in my life, like all the things. And um, I asked my sister one day years ago, I was like, do you ever like just, do you not have like this fear of being abandoned? And she was like, what the fuck, Monica? That's the dumbest thing ever. No, I don't have that fear. And I'm like, that's exactly right. Because you are the youngest child. You always had siblings around you. You were never alone. I was the eldest child. 
that's why you'll often see these threads in society of the eldest children have very similar wounds and the middle child will have very similar wounds and the youngest child will have very similar wounds. I'm just quickly interrupting myself to talk about the program that every woman needs to do. If you want to understand your cycle so well that you can literally be your own doctor, then your perfect period is something that is an essential tool that you need in your toolkit. If you are sick of the PMS, the bloating, the boobs that are so sore you can barely walk, the back pain, the mood swings, the heavy periods, the delayed ovulation, the irregular cycles, the painful periods, the acne, whatever it is, then this program is not only just going to clear those things up, it's also going to teach you what to do in the future if they ever come up again, which for me is priceless because life happens, right? And it's so beautiful that I know my cycle so well that if I get a little bit of a random symptom come up one month, I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. Let me reflect on what's been happening. Okay. Yep. All right. I know what to do now to clear this up. And that is power. So you feel connected to your body. It does not make you feel disconnected from your body. Like so many of us feel when we're having these horrendous periods and these bad luteal phases where we feel like our body is broken. We feel like our body is betraying us. It feels very, very frustrated. It feels like we're in our own fucking jail cell and you get to take the power back and actually bring all that wisdom that is there that women used to know that we used to harness and not only embody that for yourself, right? You're not only healing yourself, you're also educating yourself. And that wisdom and that education, not only are you going to benefit from, but also your daughter, your nieces, your friends, your granddaughters. And I just think what a beautiful way to nourish the female lineage. What a beautiful thing to do as a woman today that you're not only helping yourself when you join your perfect period, you're also helping the future women that are coming into your life, whether you have a daughter or whether you will have a daughter or whether your friends will have daughters, nieces, whether they'll be just friends that you can help out when they're going through rough times with their period. Even when you're a grandmother, you can now help your granddaughter. And isn't that just a beautiful way to really harness that powerful feminine energy within us? So if you would like to join Your Perfect Period, the link is below so you can read about it, join and become another one of my beautiful clients that have changed their cycles forever and are forever grateful. All right, let's jump back into the show. And what I haven't talked about on the podcast yet, but I kind of have throughout episodes, I guess, is the sibling wound. There is so much trauma and wounding and pain and emotional blocks that can occur from your relationship with siblings. There can be a lot of jealousy between siblings. There can be a lot of animosity between siblings. There can be anger, frustration, resentment, et cetera, from between siblings. And again, we grow up as an adult and we we kind of think like we were kids, like who the fuck cares, like over it next but then we find these things coming up in our relationships. We find that we're like jealous for no fucking reason. And we, we're jealous of, you know, one of our, our partner's girl, like, like female friend. And we're like, why the fuck are we jealous of her? But it could be because you actually grew up being jealous of your sisters or your older sister or your younger sister or whatever it is. And so that sibling wound is really, really real. And that can also kind of exacerbate the daddy wound, especially if your dad treated your siblings very differently to the way that he treated you. 
Um, I mean, the whole abandonment wound can come up from siblings as well. If you'll say the youngest child and you, you know, your all your older siblings left home and then you were alone and your parents had kind of checked out because like, oh, thank God, all the kids are done. Like whatever, we got one left. Like, oh, like she's the last one. Like it's she's chill, like whatever. You can then feel kind of abandoned because your siblings have left and then your parents have emotionally or energetically, mentally, whatever, or all three of them just kind of checked out, if that makes sense. So for those of you that are relating to any part of this episode around the daddy wound, I really hope this helps you to realize that even if your parents are still together, even if your dad was around, if he was emotionally quote unquote unavailable, which I know for a lot of us, we can identify with that in regards to our father. It's not that he was emotionally unavailable. He was very much emotionally available. He didn't know how to share his emotions. So what can happen is I take my clients through this really powerful modality. And for those of you that also wonder, my I would say 85% of my modalities are all channeled. I've been doing them for years and they are unique to me. I have created them. I designed them. I use them over and over and over again, and they are life-changing. I actually made a new modality up the other week in one of my one-on-one client calls. It just channeled through. And to this day, she's like, that was my favorite modality we have ever gone through. And it was a modality for basically like condensing time between you and your expanders so that you don't feel like your expanders are so far out of reach and actually realizing that because sometimes like our expanders, right? Like the people that we look up to, it's like, oh my God, they're so far away from us energetically. And like, we're never going to get there. And so I had this modality to basically condense that timeline to then get you there. And it's energetic, but also physical and actionable. And I'm putting that modality in magic money and manifestation level two. But anywho, okay, jumping back to the point. So the modality that I just kind of mentioned before, I take my clients to this really powerful modality for helping them with like daddy stuff. And Whatever what comes up every single time is not that their dad didn't love them. It's never that dad didn't love them. It's just for a lot of a lot of the time, like with the whole dad was emotionally unavailable. It wasn't that he was emotionally unavailable. It's that you were perceiving things differently to how he was actually meaning them. And this all blends into the power of understanding the opposite sex because even for boys to mothers boys will in will misinterpret things from their mothers like your like the mother can emasculate the son a lot and it can really inhibit the son from shining and feeling self-confident and that's not the mother's intention but because of the difference in our brains and the difference in how we perceive information and how we take in information how we remember memories it means that he is perceiving something through his male mind, if that makes sense, that is different to how a girl would perceive it. It's, you know, and that's why I've said before, I've done an episode, we'll link it below, um, or you can email if you can't find it, um, on like how to prevent trauma in your children, like as much as possible. And I mentioned in that episode as well, like obviously one, you can only do so much, but two, if possible, you want a mother to be mostly mothering the daughter and a father to be mostly mothering the father or a father like figure or a mother like finger figure because otherwise you don't have that similar brain where it's like okay this is this is making sense that's why dads will often discipline their sons but if they were to do that to their young like to their daughter she'd be in a ball of tears and sometimes the son will cry too but it's it's like a whole different situation because even though he doesn't have as nearly as much testosterone as he will when he's a man it's a different brain 
And we have to remember that. And so when we have fathers trying to daughter, uh, sorry, fathers trying to parent daughters, they are behaving in a way that another man would understand, but not that a woman understands and most definitely not in the way that a girl understands. Completely different, right? Because we haven't gone through puberty where we now, our hormones have now changed. So not only is it really powerful when you understand the opposite sex for like dating and relationships and everything now, but it's also really powerful for when you have children as well. Um, and so it's never that our fathers don't love us or don't want to love us or don't want to show emotion or don't feel connected to us. It's actually just that they are not expressing it the way that we want to see it. Right. So when I take you through this powerful modality, which we also do in Queen Alchemy. So if you haven't already filled in your form for the last round of the year, please make sure you do. Because for those of you also that haven't heard this and don't know this, so we're getting married next year, obviously. And I am launching a lot less next year because my book is coming out. That's going to require a lot of my time, energy, et cetera. And then we're getting married. We're going to have our honeymoon straight after. That's a whole thing. So I'm probably going to lose like two months with that. And um, this this round of Queen Alchemy, Queen Alchemy 12, is the last round at this price. The next round next year is going up $500 because of the amount of hours that you guys get with me in the Telegram group. It's never really, it's never actually been factored into the price. Um, so now I'm factoring it into the price because you get, when I calculate it, you get, depending on each round, obviously, you get approximately... 12 to 20 extra hours with me answering your specific questions in that telegram group. So if you want to get it at this price, then please make sure you join this round of Queen Alchemy. So this modality that I take you through where you actually get to feel for yourself, your dad's love, and it's such a healing. Like this modality is so fucking healing for your relationship with dad and also with mom, especially if you relate to feeling unseen, unloved, not enough, not worthy of, always wrong, like anything along those lines, too much, where basically, essentially, you feel misunderstood and you don't feel valued. It's kind of more like an umbrella term for all those wounds. Then this modality is going to absolutely change your life. So I hope this episode was just powerful and short and a really good reminder that our fathers have never in history required to be so involved in our child a child's life right it was typically always the mothers that would raise the children and i think it's of major benefit and the research actually shows that it's of major benefit for fathers to be heavily involved in the child's life actually not so much during those um younger years but when the when the child goes it starts to go into those teenage years that is when fathers need to be really involved in a child's life. The science has shown that it actually has a huge effect on a million different, uh, quite a few different markers um, for teenagers and then going into young adults. So one, let's take the pressure and expectation off our fathers because they don't, they didn't know, right? We are, our generation, you listening to this, like you're, some of the, you're possibly one of the first people in your family that is actually going to have so much conscious awareness brought into your lives around living your life and trauma and healing and embodiment and feminine masculine energy. Like we, we are in such a shift in society where we are so 
aware now and it can be of it can be to a detriment i will say but we are so aware of how we show up in the world and subconscious like subconscious programming and beliefs and our nervous system and all those kind of things and our parents weren't they didn't know these things you know my mama has done i think all of my programs she loves them and i love that she loves them so much that she literally pays to join them it makes me very happy but point is is that she started doing this stuff maybe four years ago when I started getting, when I started to like my business started to really take off. So maybe four years ago, she did um, Queen Alchemy and four or five years ago, she did Queen Alchemy. And I don't know how old she was at that stage, but like, I mean, I was a fully grown woman and she was just becoming aware of this healing journey and self-development and being the best version of yourself and healing your relationship with your parents and like wounds and trauma and triggers so what we need to understand is that for us to expect our fathers to have been perfect is an expectation that only hurts us and our father and our relationship with him. And we also need to understand that for any of you that have children or that want to have children, your husband or your partner has not probably been shown by his father how to be an amazing father. So he is the first of his generation or his family probably that is being an involved father if that's what he is being. So for those of us that are moving through that parent journey or that are going too soon, we need to ensure that we give our male partner grace or give yourself grace if you are a man listening to this because they are so new to the parenting thing. So new. Like, yes, fathers have been around forever, obviously, but fathers have never been this involved in a child's life or had us place the expectation, us being women, place the expectation on them being involved. So it's just really important that we honor that um, because we have to remember that they have not grown up probably seeing that and being taught how to be a good father. And so it's not really in their genes, if that makes sense. Whereas it's in our genes as women because we've done it forever. So I hope that you guys loved this episode. Please make sure that you leave a review, that you subscribe. All those things support me so much. And if you haven't downloaded the meditations off my website, I would really recommend that you do so. It's summertime, like bring the vibes out. We're going on walks. We're doing all the things. The walking meditations, there's two of them I freaking love. And if you are in Magic Money Manifestation Level 2, there are two new sleep tracks that I've also done do not forget that um, if any of my programs are waitlisted, just join the waitlist and then you will know when it next opens. Queen Alchemy is open for enrollment at the end-ish of July. What date? Hold on, hold on. It is open from the 3rd of August, but you can join earlier because then you can do the portal earlier. I really recommend doing it this way if you can, because there is a lot of live calls in Queen Alchemy, like a lot. And so if you live a busy life, you want to try and get that all those portal videos done earlier rather than later. And that way they're just done because life happens. And that way, if things get busy, you're not pulling your hair out being like, oh my God, I'm falling behind in Queen Alchemy. That way, when Queen Alchemy starts the live component, you can just focus on all the live calls, being really engaged in the Telegram group, asking me all the questions because you've already gone through the portal. So if you know you want to join the next round of Queen Alchemy, make sure that you fill in your form. If you're confused or you have any questions, just email us. And if you don't know whether you want to join the next round of Queen Alchemy, then I would urge you to read the website page to send us an email. You can send Olivia an email and she is just like, oh, 
the best person to send an email to. She's so warm and loving. So you can send an email to her and she gives incredible advice. And if you guys don't know this, I have mentioned it a few times, but Olivia will always check things with me if she's not 111% sure. So you can rest assured that the answer is 100% correct from her. And whether that's because she already knows the answer because she's gone through the same question before or whether it's because she's consulted me, you guys can rest assured that you are getting the best answers from the whole team. Olivia, me, I don't really think Sarah emails you guys yet but maybe she will in the future. And Meg, I hope that you guys have a lovely rest of your week. Next week on the episode, we are talking about the different flavors of the feminine, which is super juicy and exciting. That's happening next week, unless for some reason I changed something last minute that wouldn't surprise anybody. Uh, I will see you guys then and have a lovely rest of your day.